Hello, everybody. Jeff Mason, Simple Biz 360, simplebiz360.com. Coming to you today from stlewispodcast.com, stlewispodcast.com. We got uh, Alex Dietrich on the boards over here. Myself, Mason Vaughn Letbetter. Thanks for the great intro, as always. By the way, again, he's saying, all right, Mr. Simple Biz Guy, let's start the show. So we're starting. So today we're going to work on tool number 234 to improve. You must embrace change. So none of us like change. I know that we all kind of resist it. We hate it when it comes around. But if you're going to get better at anything, you're going to have to embrace change. Number two, you're going to have to embrace humility because you're going to have to be able to say, hey, I got to be humble enough to say to myself that I got to make I got to make a change here. I got to do something different. And in order to do that, I have to just tell myself that, you know, self, you, you need some, you need some improvement in this area or that area. Go back to our uh, Garrett Atkins interview, which was uh, back on the 2nd of January. And, you know, you mentioned, you heard him mention it a number of times and you heard his posture towards the, the, uh, you know, idea of improving and it requires change. And he even changed his um, employment many, many times just to get, you know, exposure to different aspects of companies and different companies and to to, to gain a better understanding of how he could launch in a business. So we're talking about that today. Um, You know, uh, complacency breeds mediocrity is something I've been saying since the late 80s, and it really holds so true that if you're just – okay with where you are, you're just going to, your competition's going to zoom by you, you're going to end up just um, looking like you're going slower, even though you're staying the same, if that makes sense. And it just really, it feeds on itself. Complacency breeds mediocrity. So we're talking about the opposite things here. Um, Coaches, when you look at sports, I mean, gosh, that's coaches build on the whole idea of improvement. And they use bad execution to make their point in coach coaching and in teaching players to respond or act or play another way. So I want to park here for a second because I know, and I, I imagine some people out there get tired of hearing me bellyache about bad business, but there is no way in the world you can sit here from this mic or write a book uh, and explain to people how to do things in a better way if you haven't charted and documented and looked at and broken down and critiqued all the bad business behavior that's out there. And it is magnanimous. I mean, I, I, and trust me when I'm saying this, folks, I don't need empirical data to make my points. I don't, because I, I can tell you right now, if I were to go onto any street in any town and knock on any door, I could, and ask the question, can you sit down with me and tell me about service gone wrong? I could write a three to 500 page book, every block of every city of every state. I could, I honestly could, and I think anybody could, because there's so many stories, there's so much bad business behavior. So you have to look at it and say, okay, what's gone wrong here? What would I change? What would I do as a business operator to make sure I don't get caught in that same snare? How do I um, adapt my business to the modern day way of doing business and avoid some of those pitfalls? So you have to look at bad business. You know, I, I, I was a recruiter and a sales trainer for, for many years, and I, um, I went to a lot of colleges in the Northeast, and I'll never forget 
interviewing a key player on the Columbia University football team. And he was in the midst of a 44-game losing streak. And at that time, it was an NCAA record. I believe it's been broken since. But um, And I always thought, you know, and he talked about it with such admiration for the learning aspect. And even though they lost 44 games in a row, I was awestruck as the interviewer listening to him tell me about this because, and I, I forget his name, I apologize, and I don't have it written down, but um, I just was awestruck because I thought, you know, here's a gentleman who forevermore, as he walks down the business um, streets of his life, he realizes that problems are just an opportunity in disguise because he lived through 44 games where they were laced with problems. And I bet you that young man came out of that experience learning more than if you were on the team that won 44 games in a row. I, it's just my feeling. So there's a ton to learn from business going haywire. And I love looking at it. I love understanding it. I love talking about it because it just amazes me that we can go this haywire today. I mean, you know, I, I said something on Thanksgiving. I probably picked bad time to do it, but I was just blown away that I ordered four things prior to Thanksgiving and three of them got messed up. I mean, how does this happen? And it goes on and on and on. And my neighbors and my wife and my sister, and it just happens everywhere. It's like, oh my gosh. So, I'm trying to help you do the opposite, all right? If you want to be eight out of 10 people, you want to be those eight people out of your 10 competitors who just blend in and keep doing the same old, same thing, and, you know, well, you know the customers, they do. They come become numb to bad service. They expect it. They don't expect good service. You know, if you want to keep being eight of those 10 people, go right ahead. If you want to be two of the people that stand out and do things differently, Listen to what we're talking about. Buy my book, simplebiz360.com, Timeless Business Tools, stuff I've been carrying with me for years and testing and trying. It will help, I'm telling you. So if you're a small business operator, I'm imploring you to think about this. If you've put money down out of your retirement, you've, you've taken a second mortgage on your home, you borrowed money from uh, relatives, whatever, or you've saved up for years and now you're putting your everything on the line, Please don't get in the trap of being one of the eight out of 10 competitors. Flip the switch, stop, reboot, be one of those two people instead of one of those eight people, okay? Just just stick with us here and take the three-wide challenge with us. Think about it, right? Respond, follow up, follow through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say yes, yes, yes to all those things. So that's what we're really talking about here. Um, listen, I'm a, I'm, you know, in the annals of business, I'm kind of crusty, right? I've been around 35 years. A lot of people say, hey, 61, what's he got? You know, I, I've got a lot of, of knowledge to share and a lot of experiences. But, you know, I had to jump into this modern work world. I had to learn how to do social media. I, I was just, uh, I'm inept when it comes to social media. I still make a ton of mistakes. I'm learning every single day. But you know what? In, in my website world, I... Take a look at my website, simplebiz360.com. What I'm trying to prove to you at this website is that I practiced building four other websites before I did this one. So I, I, I had a, at one time four other websites going at the same time because I do run a sales agency still to this day, and that's the primary source of my income. But I wanted to teach myself how to do a website on my own so that I knew I could talk to you so that we could have a conversation back and forth. And I could tell you that that website cost me under $300 a year to run and operate. You take a look at it. You tell me if you think it 
it, you know, if it looks like a $300 website, I, you know, I'll take that punch. And no problem. Most people say, dude, your website looks so good. Who did you get to do it? And, you know, I could probably get Vi Media to do me a much better website that would return, uh, give me a better return on my investment. My point is, if you're a lawn maintenance company, if you're a painter, if you're a photographer, whatever, and you have a limited budget and you're not making a ton of money right now and you want to put a face out there in the social media spectrum that has a website connectivity, you can do it for really, really low cost. You can. So I, I just want to, you know, throw that out there so you can take a look at it. But hey, I'm learning. I'm humbling myself each and every day like I have been for 30 years. I don't have all the answers. But what I have, I want to share with you on a bring to you because we're talking about timeless stuff that helps you just take stair steps at a time and climb the ladder and maybe you can make 10 or 15,000 more. Maybe you can get, uh, maybe you can win that free vacation if you're in sales. Maybe you can get, put more money away for your kid's college. Maybe you can put more money away for your retirement. That's what we're talking about here. It's, it's, it's good stuff. So, uh, lost in the shuffle today. I'm going to come to you from Dublin, Ireland. A lot of YouTube fans out there. I bet you tons of YouTube fans, right? Well, Another gentleman called the Little Thumper that came out of Dublin, Ireland, his name was Rory Gallagher. And I am telling you, if you like guitar aficionados, if you like kick butt rock and roll, if you like blues rock and roll, if you like fast guitar work, I'm asking you to download a tune called Walk Walk on Hot Coals, 11 minutes, the 11-minute live version from Irish Tour 74. Uh, phenomenal. You're going to get blown away. I, I was working one Saturday 20 years ago, and uh, I was playing Rory Gallagher, Irish Tour 74, on my stereo in my office, cranking it like crazy, jumping around. And I noticed, you know, yeah, you think someone's looking at you. So I look at my door jam, and I got these two guys in my door jam. And I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? And they're like, dude, who is that? I said, you never heard this guy before? We're like blown away downstairs. Who is this guy? So this is Rory Gallagher. Check it out. Rory Gallagher, Walk on Hot Coals, live version, Irish Tour 74. Thank you for your time. Take the three wide challenge, please. And hold on to your sand. That's your profitability. Don't let it go away. Keep it, please. Please, please keep it. Right? Keep pleasing customers. Make them happy. They pay the bills. They're the ones that need to be, you know, they need to say, yeah, I love your business. I want to tell other people. I want to repeat. I want to refer your business to other people. And if you're driving out there, please keep the shiny side up. Thanks, Doug Giddis, for always telling me that on when I took trips. So I want to pay it forward and just make sure I tell you. Thanks again. We'll see you next week, everybody.